I mean, uh, we just had a session with Dr. Emma Foley, who's written this really incredible piece on invis- called uh, Invisible Sportswoman. I would encourage the listeners to uh, have a look at it. Uh, it's, it's a research paper. And they researched almost close to 5,000 odd uh, research papers from some of the best journals in sport uh, in the world. And what they realized was that there was only 6% of that research uh, uh, in sports science was done on women cohorts. Only 6%. Hashtag uh, women are not small men. I read this somewhere. When I read of the US uh, women's soccer team and they won the World Cup and they really like very proactively spoke about menstrual coaching. Welcome to Berry Nari with your podcast hosts Saraswati and Aditi. One, a chai-loving engineer from Bangalore and the other, a beer-sipping economist in Berlin. Join us and our expert guests as we enter the vibrant world of Indian women through the power of data and stories. Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Berry Nari. Today we have something super, super exciting, personally for me and I'm sure for all of you as well. So we're going to be talking about sports, women and periods. Uh, yeah, so not just because we love talking about periods, but it is super important and actually relevant to everyone in the society. I think for me, like if five years ago, I would have thought I would be talking about sports and periods, I would have not believed it. But now, frankly, if I think like almost 30% of our lives and our months are affected by the cycle, I think like, how are we not talking about this? Uh, so I think like we uh, we have a very exciting guest, <laughs> but just to set it up, we think uh, menstruation and period is really important both for girls getting into sports as well as then the performance of athletes so just to give some perspective like around 23 million or that's almost uh, 50,000 schools of girls in India drop out of schooling because of menstruation so that's just like dropping out of schooling so you can even imagine like what how it might affect sports right so it is like a super relevant thing to talk about and who better to have as a guest than a sports person? So, Saraswati, whom do we have? We have a super exciting guest today. So, welcome, Aditi. Aditi Mutatkar. Is that pronunciation correct? Oh, perfect. Absolutely right. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome, Aditi Mutatkar. Uh, Aditi is a renowned badminton player who represented India at many international tournaments. And I'm I'm presenting I'll present a really small list Aditi of her long list of achievements because I couldn't like get all of that together but like here are like the top five so <laughs> Aditi is a silver uh, medalist in the Commonwealth Games 2010 and a bronze medalist in Junior Asian Badminton Championships 2002 she's only the third Indian woman to be a winner of five national badminton championships across all age groups she's the runner-up of uh, in the Indian International Grand Prix in Lucknow 2009. Uh, the highest ranking she achieved was World 27th. And wow. she's the second Indian woman to have played at the Grand Prix final in 2008. And she was a runner up in 2009. And if I may add, <laughs> Aditi also has a 
Masters in Public Affairs from UT <laughs> Dallas with a specialization in non-profit. Um, so she's she's definitely an A plus student and currently heads uh, athlete and women's initiative at Simply Sport Foundation, breaking the barriers of menstrual health for athletes. So Aditi, <laughs> how do you do it all? <laughs> Welcome to Very Nari. Thank you so much for joining us. And to everyone else who's interested, please head over to Google or Wikipedia. There's just so much about her uh, and the history of Indian women and sports that I was amazed uh, as I did research for this uh, episode. So thank you so much for joining in. Uh, thank you, Saraswati and uh, Aditi. I think um, uh, I think the the space that uh, you are trying to create uh, through this podcast and the work that you're doing is uh, essential. Um, and uh, so, congratulations on everything that you envision to do um, and the products that you're building. Uh, as far as my introduction goes, yes, I am all of those things, and um, <laughs> I just I just did it because I loved every bit of it. Uh, being an athlete and then doing my studies and uh, now working at Simply Sport. Uh, and doing the initiatives that we run um, so it's all led by passion and that's why it doesn't feel like hard work at all uh, every day is a blessing uh, so so I don't sit and count what what's going on I just love every day uh, of what I do so I think that's where the whole uh, achievement list kind of comes through I don't really think about it too much uh, also just one correction uh, I think I have to change this on I don't know where you got it from maybe it was Wikipedia or Google but uh, I am one of the four um uh, women athletes who who basically have won all the national championships because it was me uh, Saina Nehwal, Aparna Popat and uh, P.V. Sindhu who's the junior most amongst this list uh, who's also okay. um, uh, a national champion in all categories so yeah it's a very very august list and I'm yeah. quite grateful to be part of such great athletes. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for correcting that. Uh, and, you know, Aditi and I keep talking about having women role models and we are so excited. I mean, I think you are the one uh, or definitely to look up to uh, both doing sports and, and like excelling academics and doing the amazing work that you do right now. I'm very uh, curious to know about your personal journey as an athlete and also as an athlete who menstruates. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think Aditi and I got started started looking into menstruation across all aspects of our life, and sports was definitely one aspect. We spoke to you last time about and uh, how uh, things work there and how it affects women. So, would like to start where how it started for you, how things have been. Sure. So, um, I'll just uh, you know uh, directly dive dive into the whole uh, physiological uh, you know awareness that an athlete has, and at least let's start with myself first. Uh, so I think when I had my first period, I wasn't um, I, I I wasn't at home, and mm-hmm. uh, of course my my mother had told me that you know ऐसा कुछ होता है कि कुछ blood आएगा and you know don't get scared and you know you have to put this pad up and थोड़ा बहुत उसमें बात हुई थी but of course uh, uh, we are not explained why, right? I mean, your mm-hmm. mother doesn't, at least my mother didn't sit down and tell me ki iska science kya hai, ye hota hai. Maybe she thought I was too young to understand, uh, but uh, but I never really got an education on that. Uh, uh, I started menstruating quite, uh, you know, on an average age, around 10, 10, 11. And at, by that point of time, I was already playing as well. Um, mm-hmm. As a young athlete, um, um, 
I do not recall having a lot of issues in terms of, uh, you know, uh, period pain or uh, back pain or, you know, all the symptoms that one talks about are associated, associates with periods. Uh, but but I soon realized that it's a journey, right? Um, so, so, for example, um, I realized that, you know, um, I am anemic uh, because I, I have a, a condition called thalassemia. I have a minor thalassemia. Um, and, uh, and that, of course, uh, and I was a heavy bleeder. As I, as I grew up, as my uh, period stabilized, um, I was uh, I had quite decent amount of bleeding, which which meant that with my thalassemia and the anemia mm-hmm. condition, uh, it it had uh, effects in terms of how I recovered, how how I um, uh, how I processed oxygen in my body, and all of those things, right? Oh. Uh, but of course, I didn't make those uh, connections. Uh, at that point, I have started making those connections today uh, once we, because of the work that we do and, you know, the science that now I read. And uh, at that point, I couldn't make uh, that kind of a connection. Um, and um, so I think uh, uh, even when we were playing and uh, that's uh, almost 20. Yeah, I mean, when I was 10, 11, that's, uh, that's almost 15 years or so uh, back when... Uh, <clears throat> Where you know it wasn't sports science wasn't there yet. Uh, we didn't okay. know much about sports nutrition, psychology, or uh, any of those things at that point. Um, mm-hmm. So it was very nascent in India at that time. So any which way we didn't have like a sports science team around us. Uh, so everything was uh, self managed, self funded, self learned. Uh, all of that. Of course, you had your coaches and uh, a trainer maybe. Uh, but it was very, the process was very generalized. It never mm-hmm. was individualized to how our bodies, how our minds are working and, you know, all of that. That came in much later once I became a little more elite, uh, you know, 10 years into the sport. Uh, and I really regret okay. that because if we had that at the foundation levels, uh, you know, we, I would have built better. I would have played better. I would have maybe even got more medals. Uh, but we didn't have that foundation at that point. Uh, and uh, and in, I remember that throughout my journey as an athlete at that point, uh, the physiological part of my body, that is my menstruation, I was never asked questions around that. It was mm-hmm. never a feature in the way um, I was training, resting, hydrating, eating. Uh, mm-hmm. It was never asked by anyone that, you know, are you... Uh, so, so, for example... We all had code languages. We still do uh, in the sec- in this, uh, ecosystem today. We still generally use a code language around periods where you come to training and say, Mera period uh, and Really? Stands. Yes, yes. I mean, for, okay. for majority majority of girls, uh, you know, uh, this is this is still the reality. You might find it a little different uh, in cities uh, where, you know, huh. uh, tier one cities where maybe the communication is much easier. Uh, but when you go really into the grassroots India, where most of the sport is played today, uh, you know, sure. rural athletes are the, the the majority athletes that basically play sports in the country today. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with this, there's a code language that is used. And like I said, I was from a city and I still used a code language. And uh, I, I never could say, I never said period uh, uh, to my coaches. I never felt the need. Um, the coach never felt the need to kind of uh, bring it mm-hmm. up and kind of, you know, use the word. So, so we would just say stomach pain and uh, maybe the things that we did was less sit-ups or, you know, uh, less weight lifting on those days or, mm-hmm. you know, if it, the pain is unbearable, you rest it out, right? So, uh, so th- this is the only way we kind of uh, looked at uh, period and training at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we didn't understand the anything else other than that. Uh, and we were told that, you know, generation of women have been playing with their period, so it's not, not a big deal. Uh, and you just have to, you know, find your way. 
if you had uh, matches on a period day was it like were you given any special care instructions on how to handle that or uh or? no no there was uh there was nothing uh no kind of uh education or uh, no kind of communication on this subject uh the idea like i said was to uh just you know gulp it down and just play you know we 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 never had never had uh any education on can you take a pill should you take a pill uh should uh, can you take a painkiller uh most of the time like and mostly also a lot of i think this is cultural in india that you kind of don't want to take any medicine right your parents will always your mother will always uh-huh. say nahi which but you know just take care of it let's say no taking pills you know no take yeah, yeah. nobody trusts the pills right mm-hmm. um so so that that cultural thing was also there so we we never kind of you know we if we could handle it without a pill or without anything we kind of handled it like that so i just played with my period i mean there was no other one or the other way to do it um and i at least suffered much lesser than a lot of athletes that i knew who had just unbearable pain um or uh, you know they had um, staining you know not lot of bleeding in the first two days and i mean mm-hmm. you you didn't know what to do and because you're not having so, conversations around it mm-hmm. uh and um, and i don't know if the coaches knew things around it but because the problem mm-hmm. was the first step ki kya hum bed ke iske bare mein ek bar baat kar le you know mm-hmm. uh, because that yeah. was never done in our careers uh, finding ways or finding solutions was never part of the whole so this is uh, really uh, important thanks uh, thanks for sharing that because i mean i feel that uh, a lot of times for non non athletes uh for example uh, who experience a lot of period pain or menstrual <laughs> issues uh yeah. the information that's often given is oh you know your lifestyle is bad and therefore you yeah. are experiencing this pain and if you fix it you will be fine like you lose weight and <laughs> yeah. you will be fine and now uh you know we are talking about like so athletes and of course the best uh, trained and and the best nutrition and the 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 fact is that menstrual pain affects women uh yeah so there's definitely more to fixing lifestyle or losing weight um to actually manage uh, your periods better to so that you actually live your, to your fullest potential or give your best performance um so i mean thanks so much for bringing out that point because that that really no, i, I mean, it's important uh, for everyone to know that it affects and it has to be managed and you have to know yes. how to handle it yes i think i mean if you look at the research also it's 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 quite i mean up there that you know almost uh, so when we did our we do our uh, simply periods um, uh, i mean i'll just quickly brief uh, people who are yes you'd love to know more about that yeah uh, so i mean so simply sport of course is the foundation that i work with currently uh, it was founded by ankit nagori who's a uh, who's a serial uh, successful entrepreneur and uh, currently runs cure food so uh, and he he's mm-hmm. passionate about sports and that's where he started simply sport uh, foundation and for for everyone who's listening in please tune into our website to look at all our, all of our uh, programs and what we do i don't want to go deeper into all of that uh, because we are talking about menstruation huh. today we, um, we'll definitely the, add it to the podcast links also aditi yeah yes yes, yes that will be very helpful so that people people can check us out but i'll quickly talk for simply periods because that's more relevant to the topic we're talking today uh simply periods was uh was is a is a uh, initiative that works on menstruation and sport specifically right now uh the idea here is uh, to kind of help athletes and coaches uh, get aware about what is menstruation how it impacts mm-hmm. performance uh what is the role of nutrition what are the health issues one can have uh, related to menstruation how do you uh, manage your training with everything that menstruation brings with it um, and to basically start the communication uh, out and above 
you know clear uh, no using code languages you know we are, we want to kind of just make it one thing um, uh, uh, which is just like you know just athletes like they talk about nutrition they talk about menstruation yeah. we want to make it as mm-hmm. uh, you know simple and basic as everything else that athletes and coaches talk about uh, so we do this through workshops uh, in the last uh, 3 years we have al- already impacted more than 3000 odd athletes and coaches through these mm-hmm. workshops um, and uh, uh, and we have separate workshops we have athlete and coaches workshops um and we have a very good data uh kind of coming in from these workshops because we have a lot of forms that are filled in and all of that um and when you uh, both of you were raising this that you know the athletes also have symptoms or they also do, mm-hmm. do not really have the most blissful periods uh you are right i mean uh, you know uh, our research suggests that almost 95% of the athletes uh, you know who we have spoken to or done these workshops with have reported uh, menstrual symptoms you know and uh, period pain being number one uh, in in you know all mm-hmm. the other symptoms that one can have um and even international research if you look at uh, some papers around uh, athletes and maybe the maybe pms even uh, mm-hmm. again the it's it's almost 90% of them that have reported pms symptoms uh, during their lifetime as athletes so so it's it's not that you know we have some uh, red carpet because we are we are so <laughs> active when we eat so well it's nothing like that we just manage our period just like everybody else yeah uh, congrats like great work being uh, done by your organization like really inspiring for us at cranberry and uh, i'm sure the whole whole community working on women's health uh, so i uh, i think like going a bit deeper into what you're referring to as like how uh, both the symptoms of menstruation as well as the cycle impact performance and training so would love to know more on both of that uh just to set up the context for the listeners also because uh, i think we all are so obsessed with the, the cycle that we know so much <laughs> about it uh, uh but like uh i mean you can also add on to this uh, from what we know that the menstruation cycle is not just the days you bleed but it's actually the whole time because uh, the two most important reproductive hormones estrogen and pro- progesterone are basically going up and down throughout the cycle right and that really affects how we feel our energy our emotions our and how we have if you have any physical pains and there are different phases to this right like there's the follicular phase uh, which is right after the period there is the luteal phase after that and then there is the period uh so yeah does the so two questions like does the cycle affect the performance as well as uh the symptoms uh yeah i would love to know more Oh, so yes so the whole it's very fascinating i mean the the whole cycle and you know what is going on um, uh, with our bodies and how it impacts how we feel and then of course uh, how one might play or you know how one might do activities though a disclaimer uh, here is 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 that you know the the research around uh should you train um mm-hmm. uh, according to your cycle or according to what phase you are in uh mm-hmm. should you train accordingly uh is something that is still quite debated uh i mean okay. the, the jury is still not out that you know uh, yahi karna hai ki follicular phase mein uh you know you're supposed to build your muscle and in the luteal phase you don't uh, you don't build as much your muscle because you know uh, or you don't do as much weight training because you may not be able to build your muscle well right so mm-hmm. so so uh, just a disclaimer on this that you know um uh, uh, for people who are listening in that the research is still uh, kind of 
there are people there are, there are people who are saying yes you should do, you should be kind of mm-hmm. doing your training according to your cycle but there are also mm-hmm. people who are still saying that there's not enough in evidence um and you know, we will maybe talk about thanks of being so evidence based aditi sorry <laughs> love it <laughs> no no i mean i think we are uh, you know as people who are working in women's health or anybody mm-hmm. who's working in health uh, it becomes very critical to be very honest about things and be very totally. uh, responsible about what we are saying uh, because uh, we are talking about young girls we're talking about uh, careers and especially with sport uh, you know we, we we are very sensitive to this because um, uh, you know uh, they're looking at us as people who are going to give in the information right so we have to be very mm-hmm. very clear and put all the disclaimers out there before we say kuch change karo ya kuch cheeze karni hai i think aditi uh, but, i think i'll call her dimri for this episode because i love aditi <laughs> but uh, i think yeah dimri is going to do like a happy dance with this what you yeah. see shared with like yes we have to give full information <laughs> to people like we can't just say half of it yeah. so uh, yeah th- thank you for being again so transparent with this information Yeah no i mean i think it's important it's it's fascinating research i mean if 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 mm-hmm. uh, you know we can actually work according to our cycle and all of those things i mean and and it really impacts training it will be revolutionary and we mm-hmm. might get there in in the in the next few years but we still need to wait for those next few years to say ki stay definitely definitively that this is what we need to do right uh, uh, but but coming back i mean from whatever research there already is where people are now talking about phase you know phase your training according to your cycles uh, so mm-hmm. basically uh, you know to to break this down uh, very simply there are three three major uh, you know phases right there is the the follicular phase uh, you know which which basically starts uh, right after your period and then there is the ovulation which happens right in between and then there is the luteal phase um, uh, there are lots of hormones that are doing working in our bodies but i think one of the critical hormone that is working uh, during the uh, during these these two phases is progesterone and estrogen right and and in mm-hmm. which estrogen is the uh, follicular phase dominant hormone jahan uh, pe generally estrogen levels are higher and progesterone uh, levels are uh, you know are uh, they kind of drop uh, which is this is just before the ovulation happens right so ye phase hota hai jahan pe research suggests that you know it's uh, because estrogen is anabolic in nature sorry for the all the scientific terms but for a scientific banna padega because this is science <laughs> uh, but uh, but you know uh, so so uh, anabolic hone ke karan uh, it's almost like testosterone which means that you know your body can build mm-hmm. muscle better uh, it can uh, recover better uh, right your motivation levels are quite high because it's a feel good hormone as well uh, because the serotonin levels increase during uh, during this time so so this is the time where generally a lot of athletes say that i always almost feel like a guy you know i mean that i just feel really strong i feel motivated mentally physically i'm building better i can push harder all of that right and then uh when you go towards after ovulation happens uh you uh you know uh, ovulation is basically the egg and of releasing uh and you know uh, the whole process of uh, uh menstruation start starting after the egg releases after that happens uh, you know the luteal phase starts which is progesterone gets higher during this time and the estrogen drops and uh, progesterone uh, on the other hand is not exactly as nice to us as estrogen is and yahan pe generally suggested that strength training does not work as well because uh, you know you're not able to it's catabolic so this is a catabolic hormone uh, and and you know the strength uh, preps that you do and all of that will not actually um, uh, help or you know it will not actually uh, build muscle so well 
uh, right so mm-hmm. so so this is this is the second part of the uh, of the phase which is the luteal phase also during this time uh, what tends to happen right before your period is that you both the estrogen and uh, progesterone have a serious serious drop uh, mm-hmm. and because both these hormones drop this whole idea of uh, pms right which is premenstrual syndrome uh, and apparently there are more than 100 of those recorded in research uh, that's where uh, when these hormones drop uh, you know you might feel more anxious mentally not as great anxiety levels might go high uh, pain on in your back in your stomach uh, pelvic you know all of that will start uh, and that's where you know that the period is generally coming and this is this can be a space of almost a week 10 days before mm-hmm. your period for a lot of girls and that's where you need to start thinking a little bit about uh, not doing too many twists and turns in your training uh, again this is all from research which is pro you know all of this a lot of research mm-hmm. like i said will say that you know it's very individualized every mm-hmm. athlete will have a very different experience of the cycle um, and and uh, different ways of adapting to it uh, but this is a general framework that is used currently that you know your uh the the follicular phase is the phase where you build muscle where everything is good uh the luteal phase this start because estrogen level drops you need to be a little careful uh but i think in terms of your phases and your training one thing that has, that is very clear from whatever work we have done at simply periods is that number one it's a very individualized approach mm-hmm. uh number two totally. your cycle is playing with your performance in one way or the other either mentally or physically there is no saying no to that uh, it is impacting athletes uh, okay. and and but but uh, again this whole phase method of training uh, we, uh, even with our work that we have done we are not very sure again every athlete seems to have a very different experience with it so one mm-hmm. of the critical things that we have realized is that the period tracking right what we call uh, you know uh, and there are lots of period trackers right now in the market which are free to help, uh, free to use and all of that but period tracking becomes extremely important uh, for every athlete as part of their training like they track their nutrition mm-hmm. like they track their sleep uh, like they track everything else tracking their period with their training also can help a lot in terms of understanding how their cycle works and being better mm-hmm. prepared for tournaments and having your strategies in place uh because the lot every athlete will suffer but if you're suffering then you need to have your you know your whole thing designed very well according to your cycle uh mm-hmm. so uh, so i think uh, when we do the kind of tracker that we use uh doesn't just involve your start day and end day of your period uh it involves everything around it the way you're eating the way you're resting okay. uh the way you are um just feeling is there any pms symptoms uh, there's mm-hmm. uh, 8 or 10 symptoms that we have identified which come up a lot when we talk to athletes so we we kind of get them to evaluate that as well um the training amount of training that you're doing injuries if any so for example uh, it has been said that uh, in research that when there is ovulation uh, that is one yeah. of the periods where you have to be very careful uh, with your body because there there are some changes that are happening hormone uh, hormonally and you might get injured uh during that time um mm-hmm. so there are some athletes actually that um that have reported having a certain niggles uh during certain time of their cycles right so that is that is gold information for an athlete that if she yeah. knows that you know she yeah. this is recurring that you know she's having um some kind of a niggle ankle niggle or some kind of niggle uh during this part of her cycle uh she can avoid things and she can prepare better for that part of her cycle um and and that is gold right that is that is yeah. information that if an athlete has 
um, and 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 uh, uh, and can avoid making that mistake. Uh, uh, you know, you can basically help her out. So, so that's why I feel that uh, you know that's where we are right now. I mean, at least from our understanding of this, that you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's more research required, especially in India as well, because I think we have lots of research happening abroad now on this topic, but yeah. we hardly have research happening in India. Uh, but but I just feel that um, what we are suggesting right now through this initiative is that like you're tracking everything else as an athlete and as a coach, uh, mm-hmm. you need to track her period and you need to okay. track everything that is going around her period so that you're just kind of, I mean, it's also part of uh, giving her dignity and, you know, giving, making yeah. her an equal part. Because, you, I mean, how many people are in this sport ecosystem that, uh, you know, that period is, I mean,
I never was aware of it, and I I kind of had my career. I just went through with my career without this knowledge. Um, but but like you know, with with simply periods, what is what is happening is that you know, uh, because we are also talking to the coaches. It's it's a mm-hmm. it's what we've understood now, and and what we have to be very careful of in this Indian sport ecosystem, especially, is that uh, a lot of these decisions uh, for athletes. young athletes are being made by male coaches right because we have uh-huh. whatever reasons right now we have uh, the ecosystem is run by men more than women uh, we have coaches uh, the proportion of coaches of men is more than women so that means that agar aap uh, you're not talking to the male coaches um, you are not going to solve the problem because uh, uh, whatever the kind of culture we have in india is that we do whatever the coaches say you know that's okay. how we all kind of you know the whole guru diksha uh, the guru dakshina par parampara and you know guru is everything and and i agree agree with that because it it really puts discipline into young minds but so that's how it is right so the coach decides aaj training kitna karna hai aaj khana kha kya khaoge kaun kaun aapke sports science team mein hoga so so he has that power and that's okay. why it's very important that uh, he understands this as part of this whole training methodology so the so we attack it with both the athlete and the coach uh it is not just talking to the athlete because ag jab tak coach nahi ye samjhega they will not hmm. sit together and talk about this and not have a conversation so uh so i just feel and and i think one of the very cool things and i i think i mentioned this uh to both of you when we spoke for the first time is that uh you know it, it's not that uh number one it's not an india problem uh right. i mean i don't want the listeners to think that you know ye to hamare culture ka problem hai and you know aisa hmm. kuch nahi hai this is a worldwide problem all the women in the world are fighting this right from wimbledon mein hame white skirt nahi pehanna hai which just happened huh? yeah. after so years of wimbledon it just happened last year or you know your your back that you know women said that hame kyu bol rahe ho white hame nahi pehanna hamara color we should we are not comfortable we don't like to stain you know and uh, <laughs> so i think i mean it's a global problem mm. uh, and it's, it's it's not something that one should think ki yaar ye india ka bahut bada problem hai right um, mm. and and you know uh, uh, um, coaches even abroad are not aware about these things i mean it it's very recent this whole physiology training women okay. is very recent and a lot of it has to be blamed on research uh, i mean uh, we just had a session with dr emma colley who's written this really incredible piece on invis- called uh, invisible sports women i would encourage the listeners to uh, have a look at it uh, it's, it's a research paper and they researched almost close to 5000 odd uh, research papers from some of the best journals in sport uh, in the world and mm-hmm. what they realized was that there was only 6% of that research uh, the, uh, in sports science was done on women cohorts only 6% mm-hmm. कॉल today have very different menstrual cycles and bodies yeah. and and mm-hmm. now imagine uh, hundreds of them in a research uh, cohort you know so it's it's very difficult it's very expensive but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you don't do it you know yeah. i mean i mean for for ages now uh, you know uh, the whole 
at uh, the whole uh, factor of training of everything has been generalized from bodies of men you know mm, yeah and, and and menstruation is just one piece of the puzzle for the woman right for a woman yeah. athlete or for anybody into fitness as a woman we have mm. so many things that are different right right from our breasts to our pelvic uh to our brains i mean the concussion levels you know the women are much more prone to concussion that than men because just because of the way we are built you know so so uh, there are so even nutrition uh you know yeah. the way uh, the way we uh, load carbohydrates or the way fasting works on a woman's body compared to a male body uh, is so different you know fasting doesn't seem to work uh, uh you know in, in for athletes women athletes who are training you know so there are so many things uh, that are coming up and that are so different uh, for women um so yes of because we don't have the research and we don't have enough people you know pushing mm-hmm. for it and enough funding for it what tends to happen is the coaches also kya bologe coaches ko ja you know kya bataoge usme data pooch liya so that's why i think simply periods where we are trying to get as much data as possible so people start taking us seriously because anecdotal ka there's a limit right uh, and and that's yes. why i think what you both of you are trying to do that we need enough data to make a case uh, that this is important because somehow women need to work 10 times more yeah. harder to make us point <laughs> रिसर्च Uh, on women bodies right mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, so and i think we are in a fascinating place right now and uh, especially in True. india where we are just i think most of us are just starting out in this mm-hmm. space um, and now it's going to be what we do for the next 10 years which might set uh, you know the path for the next generation of women who 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 will not have to hopefully fight so hard uh, i mean so for example simply periods is like the the first ever initiative in sport uh, right mm-hmm. which is which is which is focused only on menstruation and female bodies and how do you train f- female uh, athletes right uh, yeah so i mean so i think i mean we're in an exciting space and now we have to just tread tread carefully and responsibly but i don't yeah. know i, I think that's different <laughs> things, i don't but, completely but, agree but, i think okay i just last one one thing yeah, what yeah. i was trying to come at i was what i was trying to come at is that uh through our workshops what have we have understood is that the male coaches especially it's not that they are lacking in empathy you know uh they okay. they, uh, they empathize with this they want to empathize with their athletes they want to work on these things but kisi ne baat hi nahi ki unse you know nobody nobody and, and this was not just in sport but this is also in their homes because we all come yeah. from the same kind of family yeah. right Yeah. I mean culturally ऐसा नहीं है कि उनके घरों में बैठ के रोज बात होती है कि हाँ चलो आज पीरियड पीरियड <laughs> you know mm. and and we want to help the athlete we, we really yeah. want so so i think one of the best things about this whole simply period experience has been that 
it's it's not that you know the male coach is a is some uh, you know uh, somebody who wants to who lacks empathy and is the devil you know he's actually okay. a champion and it's about us mm-hmm. just talking to them as normal people and and normalizing this and they will help they want to help so that has been a very very cool uh, learning for us i think through this initiative that's amazing no uh, i such a like such an important starting point right like with the working with the coaches i think when the when i read about the i think for i first time came across this when i read of the us uh, women's soccer team and they won the world yeah. cup and they yeah. really like very proactively spoke about menstrual coaching as a big yeah. reason that helped them win that they trained they just kept yeah. track of their periods they didn't even say that they trained yeah. in the cycle this is a real kept track of her periods and they, then what they did with oreco study right oreco is a is a uh, i think it's the, it's the app or the 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 mm-hmm. it or the software that they used during that time uh, okay. the only thing apparently they did well was to rest at the right time of their cycle which actually led to not having enough injuries which actually led to their, them being more fitter during their tournaments mm-hmm. you know and that is all you know that is all i mean and that's what i'm saying so it's it's not like everything needs to be rocket science i understand yeah. that there is rocket science in some of these things but a lot of these things might be as simple as just track your period understand yeah. the trends you know do it long enough so that you know the trends i mean ek mahine se kuch nahi hoga ek mahine agar aap track karoge to kuch samajh mein nahi aayega it has hmm. to be a 6 month long process where you then understand ki yahan pe upar ja raha hai graph yahan pe niche aa raha hai you know this is hmm. what is happening So it's as simple as that. So that's what I'm trying to say, and that's what Oreco study was majorly. That was the highlight of their study that they just. That's amazing. Yeah, the, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, just rest and recovery such an important part of the, yes. that yes. as much as training and oh, yes. it, I didn't know that. But the science, yeah. I think, is in the precision of the personalization, right? And yes. knowing for me yes. when I need to do it more. Yes. I think because otherwise. Yes. Otherwise, generic yeah. advice will be just that. Yeah, rest. Do it at the right time, which is like less useful than. Yeah. telling me like yeah. rest today and yeah yes exactly so. i mean that that is the key thing that made key. the difference right yeah. and and uh, and i think it's not just true for women i mean in sport any which way mm-hmm. to make that difference between being the bronze medalist and the gold medalist exactly. is the individualization right i mean yeah. that is what yeah. makes the difference and yeah. our pitch really right now is that with everything that you're individualizing individualize the cycle also please yeah. i mean let's let's make that part of that whole uh, whatever software digital wear whatever you're creating any technology for sport needs mm. to have space for female health and wellness as well which is a little separate Absolutely. right from breast pelvic muscle uh, you know um, uh, nutrition these are four the five six things which have been identified now which are different for women yeah. and and yeah. if we can just identify that and you know ensure we are kind of bringing technology which which makes space for it that that will Thank change you. the game yeah amazing I would hashtag, add, uh, one more to, yeah, I was just <laughs> gonna uh, put in another hashtag tagline. Uh, hashtag uh, women are not small men. I read this. Oh somewhere. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Women are not small. Well, I think this was done. Uh, this was popularized. I don't know if it originated from Stacy Sims, but it was mm-hmm. Stacy Sims who spoke about this in a TED talk. Um, uh, and and she kind of popularized that term. You know, women are not small men. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah we should put that out for sure so yeah i i think i wanted to uh, ask about another aspect i mean there's the 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 wellness uh, and the and the cycle the wellness and the nutrition but the other aspect is also just the hygiene uh, which uh, yeah. is almost the we think that is the basic but you know again again as we were researching through this episode uh, and as discussing with aiza that there have been like interviews of athletes talking about not being able to find sanitary products when they are on tournaments or even when they're in yeah. their training not having facilities to change so uh yeah tell us more about that like how how are the basics covered when it comes to uh playing with menstruating like people or training with them and and how is how is it in india or otherwise uh since you have like like you've seen international scene as well so oh i wish i could say oh things are so nice but another <laughs> uh, episode oh, on just menstrual hygiene i guess <laughs> oh yeah and sport and you know what how it affects us but but i just think that uh, see a uh, public toilet is a problem in india uh, i mean we mm-hmm. all know that as men or women and it just is worse for women because we just can't go in a khet and do our whatever thing and come back uh, so so toilets are a problem and it's the same in sport most of the stadiums do not have clean uh, working uh, what toilets with water uh, dustbins that are clean dustbins that are separate for period use and you know uh, for normal use um, uh, the whole idea of how do you uh, you know uh, disperse a period pad mm. uh, you know how, what is what is the general thing that one should follow uh, you know all of that is not there it's it's lacking uh, and 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 the problem with this the 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 problem with this especially for what from what we have seen for athletes especially is the whole problem of the uh, uti right the urinary tract infection uh, women are again more prone to it uh, mm-hmm. because of the pelvic muscle that we have which carries so many things which a man, not so many but a few things which a, a, a man's pelvic muscle doesn't have so the the friction is much more again uh, and that's why you are more prone to a uti and if you don't get a clean toilet you are going to get infected which if you are in a tournament you are not going to be able to play and performance is getting hindered right so 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 hygiene becomes extremely mm-hmm. important for the athlete um and because we are we generally don't have good toilets and all of that it of course affects us a lot uh what we have understood in terms of products <coughs> uh, is that uh, majority of the athletes in india are using pads right now uh we haven't moved to the cup uh it can be uh, problems around uh, not being able to afford it uh to uh, not being able to find the right fit a lot of athletes say ki humne try kiya but we just weren't comfortable uh, we didn't we don't know how to use it uh tampons are again not as as used at all yeah. um one of the surveys that we did in odisha when we were there for almost a month uh was that we really found 2% of athletes actually using cloth even today uh you know and 2% is oh. still for us it was a, a big number even even if it was yeah. just 2% um so i think in terms of the product we are we are still looking at pads uh being predominantly used by athletes uh, a lot of them start with the cloth but luckily once they start uh, you know coming into academies or you know finding peers mm-hmm. and seniors and the staining problem and all of that uh that is shift to the pad so so most of them are using pads um uh but again i think in terms of uh, <clears throat> uh the problem really lies in um you know um when you're training male uh, when a male coach is training young female athletes um mm-hmm. that's where we in the workshops make very clear that as a coach or even as a male athlete 
इट इज एक्चुअली गुड टू हैव अ पीरियड केयर किट वी कॉल इट द पीरियड केयर किट वेर यू यू नो समल थिंग्स दैटलीट कैन हैव लाइक अटिंग पैड और पेन किलर स्ट्रिप और गेट अ रोड गेट अ रोड दैट्स नॉट इवन अ इंपॉर्टेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटेंटें
I mean, they are the heroes of the story. They're truly the allies uh, in a way, but yeah, just like it has are. information. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes. I mean, they they really are allies, and they uh, majority of them want to help. So, and That's it's nice amazing. to see that. Yeah, कोई डॉक्यूमेंट्री बना दो इसके ऊपर फॉलो यू गोइंग टू वर्क यार कोई स्पॉन्सर कर दो स्पोर्ट सो जो भी सुन रहा है यू नो क्रैनबेरी के ऑडियंस प्लीज इफ यू हैव मनी इन अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग काइंड ऑफ स्पेस प्लीज डू कनेक्ट विथ मी यस ग्रेट आई थिंक दिस इज बीन अ ग्रेट कॉन्वर्जेशन बट सो आई मीन इफ आई टू आस्क यू लाइक वॉट if you if you you know like if there are if there are sports people listening <laughs> or if there are just people listening to know okay yeah. no now we see that it really impacts uh, our cycle and our life as uh, like our cycle impacts our life like what are the three things or four things that we should keep an eye out on or watch out for uh, like i know it's 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 hard to kind of summarize me but maybe what would be the three or four things that you think you would say that okay yeah you know just like like talk about this or like do these things what would be what would be that yeah so i think see in general um the first thing is just please track your period i think i mean you will be you will be quite amazed at uh, what you track and the kind of information that your body gives you right i mean and and the changes that you see uh, uh, it's it's a fascinating experience and and one of the things that is crucial to understand is that our cycle is constantly changing it's not that you know ek saal agar aap ek type ki cycle chal rahi hai to zindagi bhar waisi chalegi you through your phases it's going to change uh, menopause we have not even touched right now in this conversation menopause oh, yes. is a different devil all together and then uska impact on sport and active women um, you know uh, perimenopause all of these things are also there so any which way i think tracking of period is number 1 track your period um, and and you'll, you'll find some fascinating uh, insights there uh, the second thing is that uh, you know just just have a conversation with the opposite gender you know i mean it it is it is it is so so interesting i mean i think i had my conversation uh, with my husband and you know he had he was in a all boys family so he had never spoken about periods before and and we just sat and spoke about it and you know and, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating for him you know and now he is more empathetic to uh, female yeah. colleagues and you know when when you know suddenly you see a spike in somebody and he's like um, you know shayad i should be careful because maybe she's going through something and you know so that is enough and i think just having and similarly for um, um uh, you know um, 
when i say i think second is opposite gender but the third is same gender <laughs> you know a lot of times uh, as women uh, you know we just don't share our stories enough uh, you know i don't know uh, when you were saying ki ko- in coaches se kisne baat nahi ki i was like but in women ke sath bhi kisne baat nahi ki i need to talk exactly to everyone that's why i i know immediately i think the third point is to talk to the same gender you know yeah. when men talking to men about period is so cool or or i talking to another girl and telling her that uh, you know nayar mera na idhar i had a uh, you know i had a girl who spoke about uh, you know um the uh, severe period pain and i said you know do you want to just get it checked once because i think this is not normal hmm. I, i and she got it checked and you know there was uh, something changed i mean she uh, there was a problem they found and you know now she she is mm-hmm. pain free so so just talking to each other uh, a lot of times we don't do that and and that yeah. actually puts a lot of darkness around some things that you know mm-hmm. most of us are suffering from so yeah. so same gender opposite gender tracking and uh, and i think the the fourth thing is um, uh i would just say that um, you know know that uh, um there's a lot of research happening on on this in on this topic um and it is our responsibility uh, of course as men but more so as women uh to to go on the internet and use the internet uh to go into deeper into these subjects if of course you're interested in health then you know most of us are because health is the most important thing so so i think you know being being in sync and there are a lot of interesting courses which are generally free on mm-hmm. uh, he- being active as you know being active as women and uh, how how physiology can kind of aid to that and how do you use physiology to your benefit so so i think you know just going out in the internet and you know having this lens when you look at uh, training and you know having that female lens on it because i think that mm-hmm. is something that is missing because we are looking at training as a more holistic thing which is great but i think having that female lens will open up your eyes to a lot of interesting things uh, which can uh, which which you know which you might uh which might help your journey in fitness and health in general so i think yeah these are the four things that come to mind right now i think i wish we could uh, continue talking more because i <laughs> i recently also saw you posted about endometriosis or sports yes, women it's going to be really cool it's going I to be know. so cool uh, it's, it's an athlete who went through the, through it and uh, now she's recovered and she actually ran an ironman So oh, it's wow, a fasc- wow. I am sure it's going to be a fascinating story. So uh, it's happening on the Simply yeah. Sport page, guys, uh, at eleven a.m. on this Saturday. So people should really tune in. It might be listen quite in, everyone. Tune in, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, so much more that we want to unpack with you on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a, a second episode or something. Yes, sometime. <laughs> Great. Sure. No, so I think my key ta- uh, takeaway is probably from today's episode is talk about it. uh research about it and most importantly invest in it yes, invest <laughs> i know that was that was my fifth point i think which i was please invest in female health i yes. think uh, and especially in the sports space because you know you find mm-hmm. so many great role models uh in sport yeah. for women in general and girls in general so yeah you being one of them thank you so much for doing <laughs> thank, all that thank you so much thank you thank you saraswati thank you aditi thank you yeah, and thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode we it's a wrap for today and we'll see you on the next one bye can i add a takeaway another takeaway oh yeah aditi's sure sure adit aditi's amazing dim dim so हैश टैग हैश टैग अदिति दरमियान सिंह आई आई नो एक्जेक्टली इम्पोर्टेंट वाला तो भूल गई ओ या ऑन दैट ऑन दैट नार्सिसिस्ट नोट लेट्स सी